Thank you for listening to the Wannabes Podcast. This is a show where myself, JD, and Wasabi, two power-ranked New York City Super Smash Brothers Melee players, document and discuss our experiences as competitive tryhards. If you like what you hear, give us a follow on Twitter at the Wannabes Pod. We post all of our episodes there, and we have a link to our Discord where you can ask questions and we will answer them. That's enough of that. Let's get to the show. This is The Wannabes, episode 32. My name is JD. My name's Will. What's up, everyone? And this week, we are recording at a very special time of day. Will, please let them know. Yeah, it's not even seven, guys. This is our earliest podcast yet. Mm-hmm. We're recording on Tuesday. Tuesday, October 29th. We're scheduled to release this tomorrow. It's going to be our most relevant, up-to-date, rushed, maybe, but possibly um hey man we're committed to the to the scheduling so yeah for woke up for early wannabe wednesdays we, got, we need the hashtag um yeah otherwise otherwise we're doomed yeah but hey man so i know we both kind of have um some developments this week last week we left off you were coming off of like you know an assault go check out that episode if you want to hear about what happened to will but um <laughs> It must have taken a little bit to kind of swing out of that. How did that go? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, not concussed anymore, which is nice. Kind of life is getting back to normal. Um, besides that, like, um, I was able for once, like, play as much, like, to my heart's content uh, this weekend. I went over to the Smash House in West Harlem, played with Nico and Alex and Kata and Gabe uh all afternoon and night long and then the next day beer man came over so we got a good like one-on-one session uh but it was really good and like i sort of came like had like sort of two developments at least with melee now you know since last week we we're talking about you know my relationship with melee as i am starting this new job and you know having to switch yeah switch like my routine and my schedule and so that i can both have the energy to work on my job and also work uh, and sustain melee. So the sort of the first development is, you know, that I kind of actually want to take it a little easier, at least for the next few weeks. And it was just a random shower thought, but you know, like I've always been like full speed ahead, gas on the pedal, but. Um, I think I'm putting too much pressure on myself to sustain that. And and it seems like, you know, maybe at least until probably like until like the month or two before Genesis, like especially during the holiday season, it just seems nice to like kind of just take it a little chill for the first time in my melee career. Yeah, I feel that. I mean think about what the mindset has been the past like six months and what we've been talking about mm-hmm. a lot of it has been you wanting to stay ahead of the pack and take the opportunity to get better than everyone in new york city while the local scene was struggling and i think you did that pretty well you really made advances 
like you improved this past year incredibly and that's due to your hard work um but i've always been afraid that you would burn out and stop altogether Mm -hmm. and i'm happy that you're prioritizing kind of staying in it longer rather than short-term improvements that that's good for me to hear because i want to you know keep you around yeah yeah of course and i think when i said take it easy also i want to clarify that it's like more like on like going to tournaments and sort of chasing those wins like i'll probably still end up playing the same amount of melee and you know i talked with sammy and have like a new practice regiment that i want to work on that actually is more intensive than my old one oh my god so all right so what do you mean <laughs> so just not not going for uh like going to spectrum every week and stuff like that yeah you know like maybe going to hax's nightclub either like just to chill hang out with my friend one week and then enter the tournament the next week um maybe i'm still debating on whether i want to do my mom even though i was actually one of the first people to sign up for it on november 9th and 10th i hear you um and so it's really just sort of taking it easy i'm sort of treating it like an off season for like an athlete where you know it's it's a time where you know you're not work focused on the games or on the league or or results uh but it's 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 a time to sort of gather skills but still like catch your breath and like make that manageable so it is right. a bit of like an old you know with the hacks new hacks nightclub and and everything and then spectrum every week uh, it's sort of like an ode to you know actually you know like what it was without a local before but um i just think i don't i'm not gonna like pressure myself as much like attend tournaments to get the results to do that and like have that sort of come to me instead of trying to chase it yeah oh man i'm so happy you said that that's exactly what i was going to bring up as i think a, a really good strategy for kind of keeping yourself in it is like of course there's gonna be times where you need to force yourself to do the work um like practicing and and grinding tech skill and you know figuring out tiny improvements in your play that's all like deliberate like top of the intelligence decision making mm -hmm. but when it comes to going to tournaments, I've always felt that if I felt obligated to enter a tournament for whatever reason, um, that is that ends up being my downfall and that, that adds more pressure to the situation than needs to exist. Um, especially locals. Like I understand majors, you're like, okay, there's only a certain amount of majors, I need to go to this, and it kinda you can revolve your season around those. That's a different story. But in the off season, which is coming up now, I think it completely makes sense to just kind of go, you know, set yourself up to, I could practice by myself. I don't need anything. I can invite someone over and play and still improve, but tournaments themselves can be on a field by, you know, case by case, however I feel or however you feel type situation. I think that's, that's a really good, like for me, I'm not going to Hex's nightclub tomorrow. It'll be the first one I miss. You know, I, I'm not going because I want to keep my streak or any sort of obligation like that. And it feels good to just kind of decide, like, no, nah, it's not for me this time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally, totally know what you mean. And yeah, that that's really it. I think it's just more so, like, I sort of realized I was too antsy and was, like, almost trying to chase the wins and also, like, you know, worried I'd lose relevancy or, like, my skill in tournaments and stuff like that. But 
you know, in the end, it's about just improving the game. And and right now, I like kind of just want to focus on that and have a little more time to, you know, like with my girlfriend and with some of my friends, and you know, have an off season. You know, I think I've been yeah. I, I've been grinding a lot, and uh, mo- I guess it's mostly an off season of travel more than anything else. Uh, it's hard for me to take it easy, as you know it, uh, yeah. because I like re fell in love with Beyblade last weekend. Not that I ever like fell out of love, but it, it's just like being able to play again after the concussion was so nice. Um, yeah, I called it. I definitely called it that you just needed to like once you started playing again, it would all come. Flood, you know, flooding back in. Dude, I just get so weird when I don't get to play Melee. It's, like, mm. Pilar criticizes me about it so much. Like, I'll be like, babe, I don't know what to do. I haven't played Melee in, like, forever now. She goes, didn't you play with, like, someone, like, four days ago? I'm like, yeah, but, like, it's been already four days. No, four days is actually a, lo- a long time. I know. I'll... To, uh... <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, yeah, man. You'll you'll have to you'll have to make some adjustments and like, there's gonna be some some, I don't know, I don't know if it's like circadian rhythms or what. Um, I think having the local. I mean, how far away are you from Hex's nightclub? Not that far, not, right? Not that far, dude. It's Chinatown. Yeah, so that's definitely gonna be a good addition to just. You have the option now. If you're itching for it, just you could just pop on over after work or something yeah um exactly that that'll be a good kind of option select where it's not like spectrum where you kind of have to schedule your whole evening around it and you get home late Mm -hmm. you know just that extra hour hour and a half of travel time is gonna make the decision making a lot easier and it's gonna just kind of fit into your schedule a lot more cleanly yeah i definitely agree and it sort of you know falls into falls nicely into the other thing I sort of realized while I was playing with Beer Man. And and I know you've had a similar situation actually, JD, where you know whenever you you know, we were talking and like after the game, you know, we did the beer finals and then I actually got six owed, which was really funny. I, I got wrecked by Beer Man. And then wow. um I still had some time left because Pilar wasn't home yet. And uh, so, you know, we played a bit more and I was playing, you know, we took a little break and then played a little bit more and then played like another set, you know, and, and I ended up taking that one, uh, three, two, and I was playing a lot better. I made the adjustments I needed to make. And, you know, well, I was like walking with beer man to the station. He was like, you know, like one thing I noticed was like, you just like refused, you know, and I just capitalized on it and like just frustrated you, but like you refused to take a break when you like needed one. And, Hmm. and this was after I already was like thinking about this, but I'm like, yeah, like you're really right. Like the minute, like we just took a few minutes to like, you know, you know, to just rest our minds and like put down the controllers. I like came back with like new ideas and I wasn't just like sort of beating my head against the wall. Um, because there was a point where he like, I just ran out of ideas and he just like saw that and then decided to frustrate me. And I was like, yeah, dude, you're right. And he's like, yeah, like that normally comes from like a sense of like, you're too prideful, you know, it's like that part of the ego. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're really right. Like I didn't want to like bow out first, you know, per se, even though I was the one that needed the break, you know, and it sort of was interesting because I'm thinking of, and we've talked about this before, but uh, like personal narratives that we have for ourselves, right? 
And mm-hmm. I think one of my biggest ones is always, you know, being the hardworking type, right? Like the one to not bow out when when I need a break, right? Just because yeah. that's that's what I stand on. Like in and that's I think something where um as a child or like growing up that was like a trait or personality yeah, personality trait or characteristic that was like very much reinforced like positively reinforced that like growing up like people liked that in me. So then that became almost like a personal story, right? Like I love the underdog stories of like, you know, hard work over talent, like all all that bullshit. And not bullshit, but like all of that stuff, right? Cheesy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I'm thinking of my personal narrative. And it's so dependent on that that it's it's interesting. It's just an interesting thing to notice and it's something that i want to round out a little bit more so and it really matches with this like shower thought of you know i kind of just want to like take it easy for the off season a little bit yeah no it's really interesting because we've talked about childhoods before kind of building ourselves up into what we are now and trying to look back and and see if there's anything we can learn from it Mm -hmm. and um the fact that you recognize that people growing up would, would reinforce that. I think that's a good kind of point to be like, okay, what's actually motivating me at this moment. And at times, most of the time that I think that has turned into an intrinsic motivation, at least for you, it seems that way. Like it's really hard to have that all be an external force. So, you know, the amount you work and your dedication to melee and all that, So there's a lot of good that came from that, of course, but what's interesting now is when it comes down to that, you know, beer finals and he, I don't think we've explained beer finals. Beer finals is just a best of three, best of fives. So you play winner's finals, then you play grand finals. And if you win, you do back. Just explaining that for the listeners. But um, being in that situation where you feel like you need to outwork someone it's it, it is pretty funny because beer man's been playing for like nine years you know he back in his day they would play like all night mm-hmm. they would literally smash till dawn and it's just it it, it moments like that it, it it's clear the weaknesses of that whole upbringing but i think just acknowledging it and then taking i mean the work now is what you're what you've been saying the past couple minutes is like taking the break and and allowing yourself to kind of work on your own just like you know whatever you need to do if it's go for a run it's doing that if it's just practicing by yourself instead of going to a tournament you know what i mean i think this is this is the time where that's going to be worked on and i think your uh, personal development is gonna be going harder than your your melee development but maybe not i mean maybe they'll coincide in a way you know yeah i mean the thing is actually the funny thing is i'm i'm going in this with like no real goal besides that this is what intrinsically feels right in the moment nice and 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 that's going to be really interesting and also it's interesting cuz like i think you know the intrinsic motivation and the hard working is still one of my best traits you know but yeah it's something that i viewed as just a not as a double-edged sword. And I think now that 
I have a little bit more insight on it. I see it as a double-edged sword, and I see where it can negatively affect me too. Where if I if I don't feel like I'm working hard, um, I have nothing else to lean on. You know, in terms of my the confidence I have, like in in melee in particular, right? And it's really interesting to see both. You know, acknowledge that it's still like one of my best traits, but also be more cognizant that there is this negative side to it. And and I find that really interesting as well. Yeah. Well, I think <clears throat> I think a big thing that can help you too is just turning that energy that I need to go, go, go sort of mentality and just kind of converting it into um, exercise and journaling. Like mm. those two things as... Because those are both not like... They're not natural things for humans to do. And this is a big topic i wanted to touch on not to get too ahead of ourselves no but... no yeah let's let's go into it yeah so though that type of work is super important but it needs to be developed into a habit which means it's not like we're not born into you know being runners necessarily it's we learn over time that it's something that's good for us and, and it feels good same thing with journaling or any other creativity like even this podcast right in the beginning it was it was still fun and it was exciting, but it was still much more work. It was a lot more mental energy. Like we wouldn't have been able to set up within three minutes when we first started. It's just something we got better at over time. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you are like, I don't think you're changing fundamentally as a person. You're just taking your priority list and reshuffling it a little bit and allowing melee to still be in those first couple slots, but maybe tournaments are not the number one slot or getting on the PR or getting PR wins, right? Yeah, exactly. And so with that energy and drive, I think you can kind of pivot that into like, into some sort of challenge. Like, okay, this off season or this next month for the next 30 days, you know, I'm going to exercise every single day. This is something I'm projecting. And I, I actually kind of want to do it with you if you would be down yeah, I'd to be do down. some sort of, because I've, I've really fallen off exercise, like like pretty mm -hmm. bad. And um, I'm starting to realize that it's kind of wearing me down. And this is something that I need to really put all my focus on mm -hmm. is is getting back into doing cardio and, and lifting and all that. Yeah. Um, but starting off, I think um, that's definitely the hardest part. So I, I encourage you to kind of look for an opportunity like that to kind of, you know, pivot that energy in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm totally down to, to do that. Like my goal is to definitely, you know, at, hit the gym, you know, three times a week and, and then, and go from there. So Word. I'm totally down to like hold you accountable and, and, and you can hold me accountable as well. And we can yeah, make man. this a thing. Yeah. So actually let's, let's, let's stay on this because, um, I've had a couple other ideas of how to how to just be better and the ideas of like self-improvement mm -hmm. um, has been kind of built up in, in my mind in the sort of way of kind of being like building blocks, right? Yeah. And the fundamental parts are are not as hard as they seem like journaling, as I said, exercise, but also like just reading the right stuff and um, taking time to like meditate and all that. 
And so there was a thing I used to do in college um, where I would have a whiteboard on the side of the wall. I don't know if I've talked about this before. No, but... you've never talked about this, dude. So, like, well, here we go. Let's elaborate. So for a few months, junior year, I would I took a whiteboard. I already had a whiteboard. I had it on my wall. And I don't know what inspired this idea, but mm-hmm. I put it into columns and rows. In the columns, which was each date, and in each row was a different facet of my life that I wanted to, you know, do well in. So one would be exercise, one would be cleaning my room since I was living off campus at the time. Um, one was like homework, and then um, I had like, I was VP of my frat, so one was like vice presidential duties, um, and one was melee. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> every day, I would mark down how I did that night or how I did that day. So, all right, what homework did I do? All right, wrote an essay. What did I clean? And what would end up happening is at the end of the day, I'd realize I would have, I would always have like two or three columns not filled out. And then I would just do it really quick. Like I would knock out like 50 push ups, 100 push ups, whatever, um, just so I could have something to mark on the board. Because I realized that if I were to put an X on any one of those, it would follow me for the rest of the week. And then I would take a picture of the whiteboard at the end of the week and it would be, you know, immortalized as, you know, a failure or just sort of a, a, a mistake. And so I would, it really motivated me. It was actually the most, like, some of the, some of the best personal development I've ever had was just having this whiteboard in my room constantly taunting me to just do better. And, you know, I ended up exercising way more. My, my room was the cleanest it ever was. Um, I would always put in, that's when I really cemented that like 20, 30 minutes a day of melee was when I just like, if I did for whatever reason, it felt just as much as a failure to me as not exercising. But um, this is something I'm, I want to bring back and really focus on going forward because I'm realizing that, okay, I'm, I'm living in my new apartment now for four months coming up on five, um, I don't have that same like excitement that I did. And now it's time to really get disciplined. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny how we're swapping right now. You know, how our, how our projected mindsets are like, I mean, it's truly the change up, right? Like that we, yeah. we talk Part about. Two. Yeah. It, it really is the change up. A little freaky Friday action. Well, I think it's what each of us, I guess, needed, right? It's, we're both kind of set up from our childhoods. We're young adults still. I, f- I feel like we're young adults. Yeah, we don't I mean, know 25, shit. 20. Yeah, and, and we're kind of still coasting off of who we were created into and, and just who we happen to be once we entered the workforce, all that. And so now that I'm kind of really taking all my experiences and trying to decide which ones were best for me. I'm realizing that like discipline is a little scary and it's a little like, okay, if you fail, you fail and it's holding my own feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. But I look back at the results and I realized once I was coasting on that strategy, I just got a lot done and I felt so confident. Like I just felt like the man. Um, and so having that back 
is kind of giving me a little anxiety, which I'm trying to pinpoint as I say it. Um, I think it's just because it's, I knew it, it went on for a few months and like kind of signing up for a big project like that is, um, you know, anxiety inducing. That's fine. But I really took some time yesterday to like figure out what I needed to do to kind of feel better and, and to not, you know, devolve into just sort of spiraling confusion. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just a big dose of discipline because I have all the pieces. Like I know I have hobbies that I really enjoy. I have a project that I can dump imp- infinite time into. Like I could technically do this every night if I, if I put the time in to set them, set up the interviews, like yeah, having all of that at my disposal. And now it's just, I need to put the gas and the oil and assemble this car and see how far I could go. Hmm. And that's kind of exciting, you know? Yeah, no, that's really, really interesting. And I, I love what you did junior year with the chart and the table. And I think it really depends on, dude, I just can't, I just can't believe we're like roll swapping right now. <laughs> and, and possibly, you know, one thing you haven't mentioned is that possibly that this is just us rubbing off of each other after doing oh, no this doubt. Like, week week to week you know <laughs> yeah no absolutely um but it's really interesting because i think it's it's the exact opposite of me like your fear is the discipline and, and sort of that stuff while my fear is is not being able to lean on that at all yeah or not wanting to lean on it at the moment and yeah i think it's so interesting that how you're setting yourself up because you do realize that you have these pieces and and now it's just about you know structuring yourself in a way that where you can like do it as much as you want to and really set yourself up for success and and one thing i want to explore more is is sort of this nervousness and like why are you worrying and 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 stuff like that because like you know, when I, when we were doing the reverse uh, last week for me, where I was worried about, you know, not being able to play as much, not being able to be like as rigid and disciplined as I was like, really a lot of it like ended up being like, oh, I'm, you know, like it's because like that was the trait that, you know, people reinforced was like really good in me. And so Mm -hmm. I really depended on that and used it, you know, to a point where it was like, even though it was a very positive thing, it was still a crutch. And I think you can, I, I love that dichotomy that something really positive for you can also be a crutch. Uh, but I'm curious to, you know, explore deeper with you about, you know, where this sort of anxiety is, if, if you're okay with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's uh, in the same vein of like these kind of remnant emotions that kind of get warped over time if they're not fully addressed and discussed and, and realized I don't know exactly I, I'm, I'm gonna think about it I think more but to try to answer the question like I think part of me is a little has always been a little prideful about just being intuitive and just doing what I feel mm-hmm. there's there's definitely a pride there there's an ego of like oh man I didn't even have to I didn't even have to try like in high school right there was a pride of, for some reason, I all I needed to do was pay attention in class and I didn't have to study and I did pretty well for myself. Mm-hmm. And so 
there was definitely like I, I, I felt good about that. You know, I was told by my parents and my whatever I was put in like the gifted and talented program, which like half the class was, but I was considered a smart kid. And I think being a smart kid where I wasn't pushed by my parents to study because I was doing fine. Um, and I can just play video games and then I ended up getting good at video games. And those are the things I cared about. Like, Oh, okay. I just do what I like and I get good at them. And, and that's kind of where I'm at. What's interesting is that I'm, for whatever reason, I'm still like my mind knows that when I'm disciplined and when I work hard, I do better. You know, I, I remember specifically I was doing poorly in my Italian class and then I took time to study and I like aced the test and that being like a breakthrough moment of like, oh shit, trying hard leads to better results. Like I remember moments like that, but for whatever reason, when I really commit myself to, you know, regimented work, I think it's just a, a fear of failure. It might be as simple as that. Mm-hmm. It might be like, okay, if I set this up, and can't do it and end up you know still faltering or or dropping things then but then what like i failed before i i've i've failed big projects and and things i've committed myself to you know i've quit that um that internship with dignitas opportunity Mm -hmm. because i didn't because it didn't feel right like I ended up almost making a documentary and not finishing it and, and kind of coming to terms with that. And I don't know. I'm, I think it's just, I always feel anxious when I make big decisions like this. I think it's almost a good sign. It's almost like how I feel before I go on stage or something. It's that sort of nervousness, which actually ends up being a good thing because it kind of keeps me more present and it keeps me kind of understanding that it is pretty important and it is something to pay attention to. And if I'm going to set it up, it's going to be the first three weeks, you know, that's when a habit's developed or whatever the science is. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Exactly, it's, it's like but... 21 days or something like that. Yeah. So I, I know that if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to, you know, take the step and put up the whiteboard and look at it every day before I go to bed, that's going to be a change of pace. And it's going to be something that I'm going to have to, um, you know, look at every single day as, you know, how did you do today? Did you, I'm, I'm starting this, uh, I'm not going to say it until I actually make it a habit. So never mind. But, you know, I, I'm, I have ideas of what I can do on a daily basis to, you know, work towards my goals. And I think another thing I'm anxious about, and this is kind of a new thing also, is um, I'm starting to get serious about looking for another job just because of some developments that happened mm-hmm. within my company. I, I'm, I've am i lost I've lost a good amount of faith. Man, I hope they're never going to listen to this, and it's 30 minutes in, so I think I'm safe. But Yeah, yeah just don't put it um, in the summary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking about starting to look for other jobs. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking for jobs in Brooklyn, by the way. So that's exciting. Oh, that's high. Because the industry is, you know, very heavy over there. And so there's a good chance I could find work there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I think this is, I might be coming up on some, some changes and it might be 
a whole mixture of that. Um, I, oh, I also signed up for um, a new comedy class yesterday. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, and that's that's a, it's hard. It's sketch writing. Oh wow! So I've I've done it's UCB. I've done um, the improv one oh one through four oh one, but two years ago I did sketch one oh one, and of all the classes I've taken with them, including like musical improv where we had to make up songs, sketch one oh one was the hardest class mm-hmm. I've taken, and so now I'm taking sketch two oh one, and I'm starting to realize that like man, I really want to be a comedy writer. Mm-hmm. And I and I haven't written comedy in, a, in, I mean, from, you know, here and there maybe. And like, I try to, you know, make funny jokes on Twitter, but that doesn't count. So it's like, am I, I'm kind of, wow, I'm realizing how much stuff is kind of hitting at the same time here. Yeah, yeah. It's like a singularity. It's all coming together. Yeah. And so circling back to the whole whiteboard and and the commitment to discipline i think this might be the most important time for me to do it i think it just reinforces how important it is and ultimately i think melee is going to stay in the mix it's just not going to be as I might end up being in the same spot, honestly, in terms of priorities. <laughs> That's so funny. We came to the same conclusion. Like, yeah. Well, kind of. Kind of. Like, my, my discipline is, is, is going to be circling it. And I know from experience that whenever I am fulfilled and, like, working hard outside of Melee, it positively impacts my play. Mm-hmm. So I know I, I my my, you know overall uh, i guess theory my hypothesis on melee is is still kind of to work on myself play the game often keep warm keep practiced and just enter when it it works out Mm -hmm. so the discipline is going to come from making sure i don't drop that ball while i'm juggling everything else yeah yeah and and I, i always love the analogy of juggling I think that, man, yeah, we unboxed a lot of stuff, so I'm just trying to yeah, figure no, out where I, to That where helped to a lot. Yeah, dude, no worries. I just wanted to, you know, give you give you the, the time and space to, like, be bought, you know, unbox everything. But Thank you. Um, you know, I always think of this one thing that my girlfriend tells me, and it's funny that you mentioned juggling, and it's that, you know, we can do, and, and this always gives me, it's a really funny because it always helps reset my myself personally and it's she always says you know you can do anything you like you know really want to do you just can't do it all at once you know and i think that's uh you know that's a big thing i think when it comes to discipline is like you know right now you do you're you are gearing up where you you, you're gearing up in a way where there's gonna be a lot on your plate and i think that's okay I think the main thing is, one, is like being able to divide it into smaller pieces, you know? Like, when I think of, you know, you're looking at it, yeah, okay. So, there's something that, you know, before I'll continue this up, just some aside thing was like, there's something that, 
you know, my cross-country coach back in high school is used to say. And, you know, with cross-country running, and I think that's the thing also, is that I, you know, it's about being patient, right? And, like, patience is sort of this, like, quiet endurance. And and similar to, like, cross-country and rowing, it's, it's a lot of just being able to keep on moving rather than, you know, pushing, you know, like, obviously you're pushing yourself, but it's more about this endurance sort of thing rather than anything else, right? Mm-hmm. And, um you know, one thing that was always made, you know, cross country a lot easier, especially for when we're running uphill, was that he would always say, just, you know, look, look at your feet. And I, I really love thinking about that sometimes, because I think if we're looking too far ahead, even if you're looking at like, okay, like after 21 days, like this will become a habit sort of thing. I think that's still too far out. You know, I think the, right, the biggest right. thing is, is just taking it day by day and, and dividing it into smaller chunks you know um when i'm disciplined i don't really think of it as like a oh like i'm gonna spend my week like xyz and it, it's charted out and like while i do have like a loose schedule in like a google calendar and stuff like that it, it's not really fleshed out like by the hour you know um but what i can say for me personally is that when i am doing certain activities that's what I'm focusing on and giving my hundred percent focus on. And I think that really helps more than anything. Like you will have a lot on your plate, but you know, still make it when you're juggling, you know, juggling is sort of like, it, it makes it seem that you're focusing on everything at once and then you can manage it. But it realistically, it's about focusing on the, just the next immediate action. One step at a time, one ball, then two, three, four, whatever, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, like, when you're sitting down for, for example, sketch comedy writing, that's the goal. Just focus on sketch comedy writing versus if you're sitting down to, you know, file new job applications and, you know, buff up their resume and whatever, that's the goal. And I think giving yourself that sort of space and time to just commit to one thing it it will really help and you know being able then to commit to one thing you know for however long that you intrinsically feel for it because you do have still that innate ability of like you know this is enough for today i think you just have to like tune the sensors to make it a little smaller you know i think you're looking at it from like a week in a week two week three sort of thing but you have to tune it like into like the hours and the minutes where it's like you, you've done 45 minutes of this and you're like, okay, I can put this down for now and switch to the next thing. You're so right. Yeah. Already I feel I was able to kind of exhale and um, kind of realize what you were saying. Yeah. It, it's completely right. You know, and it's all, it's not like I'm trying to learn a new instrument while I'm trying to, you know, build a car, two things I've never done before. It's all stuff I've done before. Mm-hmm. And it's all things that I'm pretty interested in in doing more of. And I think what might be scaring me is is committing to a goal where I've I've committed to a goal before and and uh, kind of burnt out a little bit, maybe spun out. I don't know. Before we started this podcast, I was really big into just like, okay, I'm going to be a comedy writer, comedy writer. That's what I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And I've had a, a whole time of self-doubt where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really 
creatively satiated from doing this podcast. It feels good. And combine that with journaling from time to time. It, it, it felt like I was getting everything out. But what I've come to realize is there's something else that needs to be satisfied. And it's been a lot of thinking, you know, what do I really want? What is the goal? Like, I, I, I can't just go into this nebulous of the future and, and just hope that something sprouts up and that I'm hope that I, I become, you know, happy with, with a career and with a lifestyle. And I'm realizing that shit, I, I kind of was right for a while, you know, and, and now coming to terms with that being my goal, that's what I want to do for a living. There's a lot of baggage that comes with that. Like I need to work hard Mm -hmm. to make that a reality because a lot of other people want that and I need to get better. So with all of that, it's like, okay, if I'm serious about this and I've done the mental work and have come to this conclusion, I think very thoughtfully, I'll give myself credit for that. I took the time to really try to figure myself out here. If all that's true, it's like, okay, now is kind of the beginning of a new lifestyle. And without discipline and without holding myself accountable, it's not going to work. I think that is what is scary, but it's more than scary. It's like, it feels like a call to action in a sense. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think most accurately where i'm at right now yeah um yeah yeah and i think it it is scary and like but the thing is is like that's you know going to be there i think it's about yeah sort of accepting that and sort of understanding that you know there's a few things to like look into right and it's yeah you know, I think that's something that everyone's scared of. Like, we're in our mid-20s now. Like, this is, like, you know, we've sort of digested, like, a lot of the bullshit of childhood. And, you know, we're starting to, like, figure out, like, what worked for us, what didn't work for us. We're starting to push ourselves career-wise. You know, we're, we have a set, like, hobbies and set of friends. You know, we, we're kind of, you know, confident in who we are generally a little bit more. And, you know, we're really in a period of growth. And and I think this is just growing pains. But in terms of, like, the fear, I think that's okay to hold that, you know? I think it's, it, it's all right, you know? I think the thing, the difference is, is that it's sort of how, how you go about it, right? Because fear can be paralyzing, but fear can also be... Uh, a method to for movement to do you know unthinkable yeah. things right and and yep. and i think that's that's a very big thing it's it you know as long as it's not paralyzing you're moving forward you're doing all right i think where it's sort of tough is having like a when should i expect this to happen sort of thing and i think oh yeah yeah and i think that's about like keeping your head down and not looking at the results is like the biggest thing or as i said like you know, just looking at your feet when you run, you know, 
And I think if yeah, you I'm know... Yeah, I'm going to need reminders. Yeah, of course. And I mean, we talk every week, so I got yeah. a ton of analogies <laughs> for this. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, but, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is that, you know, I think knowing that if you're if you're adding new things and you know you're adding the building blocks to things like it will it will run its course rather than it failing you know and and like the dignitas thing you bowed out of it but that's not a failure like we had an episode about that like that was the right thing to do intrinsically and i still think that like leaning on your like gut instincts isn't isn't bad you know i think it's like yeah you'll have more on your plate and you'll have to you know maybe lean on to like a little bit of discipline but like knowing that like what do you want to work on and what do you want to follow and pursue and like what's really giving you the the energy and recharging you i think you you do have a a good radar for that yeah no that that's true i'm i'm happy we have this as a back it feels like a a creative spine right now this project Mm -hmm. you know and it it really feels like i don't have to actively be concerned over it like the stress i feel from recording these is minimal i mean it it got us to the recording booth on you know at 6 45 on on a tuesday (laughs) a.m yeah um but besides that it's um this is what i can lean on in a sense and this is kind of it feels really good that I can, you know, sorry for, for hogging the mic no, so much. No, no, it, no, no. You let me talk last week. Go for it, dude. Yeah, it, it, it does feel, and keep talking. it feels good to have the opportunities to kind of get all this out in the open, you know, see, say it and see how it sounds and um, get the reminders of sticking with the process and a lot of things that are, yeah, they are. It's weird. There's there's kind of two ways these things go. There's like the mental part, the, what, what feels right in the head but doesn't feel right in the gut. Mm-hmm. But you have to reconcile those two and realize that there's something, there, there's a bit of resistance to every new project. It's the resistance we feel before we go to the gym or before we go to work or before we do, before we decide to eat an apple beside uh, instead of McDonald's. Like mm. it's a resistance that, feels for whatever reason it stops us from doing the right thing so there's that but then there's also the intuitive part of ourselves that feels right but then we start to doubt it you know it goes both ways and so i think when i'm when when i've done all the listening to myself that i can and and tried to go backwards and intellectualize it then I need that soft reminder, which you just gave me, was just stick to it and keep your head down and things will work themselves out. And I think when a lot of people, or at least when I hear that analogy beforehand, I felt like it's not a fun analogy. It's not like, oh, I'm going to keep my head down. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can't have fun. Like, I already know that I have the best hobby in the world that has you know given me so many friends and like I can sit down for like I played Just Jason this past week and I know that I can just like get three hours of sick melee in and just feel super fulfilled and and have a great time like 
it's not hard to recreate that at this point. You know, I could hit you up. I, I, you know, having that as this can be my kind of release and this can, can be almost meditative in a sense. I think it's such a powerful tool having this game. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I could have a tournament like at Hex's nightclub and, and if things go well, like it's just, it keeps me so present, this game. It's win or lose, really. Mm-hmm. It, it just really knocks myself back down into the real world and forces me to live in the moment. And that exercise in mindfulness based off of Melee is like, I think it gives me actually a huge leg up. Yeah, <laughs> no. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. And what you're talking about is like a lot of Zen philosophy, right? And and I love Zen as a concept, but, um, you know, I'm re-listening to some of the audiobooks that, you know, I was listening to like back when I was like first moving to the city, first became a beer student with Beer Man and like, you know, listening to it a few years at, you know after that, it's so interesting because I'm still sort of I know what it, they're, some of the books are gonna say, but I also it's such a great reminder and like there's also a new perspective to it too and a little more breadth to it. But you know, one thing I think one quote that I really love um, from this one book, and and I and I'd, I'd love to get into this a little bit more um, is. I think we're we're talking about two different. I mean, no, we're not talking about two different things, but like, you know, I think. Hmm. Actually, I just want to say the quote first, and then and then hear hear your thoughts on it. You know. Sure. But it's. You know, it's so this author who who it's this book called Zen uh, Zen in the Martial Arts uh, by Joe Himes and I really love the book. It's a short like two hour audio book. Um, but you know he talks about you know starting new karate or starting new karate starting new techniques learning you know um and his you know whole experience with the martial arts and you know with one of his martial arts where it takes a little bit more like flexibility and stuff like that he noticed that you know because he was a little bit older not as flexible that it was a little harder for him to sort of do it and you know his his master shifu you know, called him in, you know, talked about him, you know, being to like give himself time. And his reply was, I am patient, you know, like, but then the master was, you know, said, yes, but, you know, giving yourself time is not the same as patience. You know, patience is a calm endurance. Giving yourself time is, you know, working actively on a goal without setting the amount of time for it to be completed. And and I really love that concept of differentiating being patient with like the process and stuff like that and this sort of calm endurance versus giving yourself time. And and I, I always love that as a reminder because we're talking about, you know, especially with like a lot of your stuff, like time limits, like when does things when do things become a habit versus not and you know changing that but like changing your lifestyle and changing that will take time and so it's it's you know i i view it as like maybe not as patience you know you'll need some patience but also a lot of it is just you know actively working on it but without like having a 
set amount of time of like oh like let's review the last six you know last last month or so you know and it's really equivalent to gary v's you know just close your eyes till you're 29 sort of bit Mm -hmm. yeah listening to his stuff um really helps me too because at points it's a kick in the ass Mm -hmm. and at other points it's affirmation of you know his macro concepts his patience is all all those sort of things that i i really needed to hear and so i don't want to come off as manic i want to really represent my feelings as accurately as possible yeah um it's just that the last couple days i felt like there needs to be something else like i need to create I need to make comedy. That's it. Yeah. That, that's just what, what's in my bones that needs to come out one way or another. And, and having this is, it's not a comedy podcast and I never want to make it one. That's not the point of it, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's, I, I think you're absolutely right about process and patience and giving myself time. This very moment, it's, it's about like setting the path and then it becomes about giving myself time. And so as I go into today, you know, I'm going to get the whiteboard today. Mm-hmm. And once it's all set, I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm confident. Especially because I've been playing some good ass melee lately, man. Holy shit. Yeah. You've been kind of on it there. Um, I don't get it. I mean, I, I got third three times in a row. I technically got upset at Pig House. Um, I got 3 would by 2 Saint. I didn't take the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, doing doing pretty good, but Hex's Nightclub's been, a, been pretty fucking good. I got third again. Yeah, dude. Got, um... Someone upset Smuckers. Do you know who that guy was? Some guy from Arizona, from what I remember. PR'd yeah. from AZ. Yeah. So I got him, beat him in bracket. Man, smooth transition into brackets, huh? Yeah. But <laughs> and then I got a, the wins on. Um, I played Slocks again, lost to him, but took a game, almost brought it to game five, and so I'm feeling a way more confident against him. Um, I know I can keep taking sets, like I'm pretty confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got um, Layton. I beat Layton three um, one. Nice. And he didn't drop rests this time so i'll take the win and then i got uh smoky smoky blunch mm-hmm. so pretty solid bracket yeah i know that's really no solid. giant giant upsets yeah but like i'm definitely happy with it um because i just felt like i was playing good and then i lost to foxy grandpa 3-1 yeah 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 he's dumb hard no what he, the hell he's so hard dude he's so patient <laughs> and like positionally aware I hate it. Yeah. It's like he has yeah, the reactions and he chooses not to do anything, which is sometimes the right call. Yeah. And it's so hard to work around. And then his punish game is like very optimal in a lot of ways, like getting people off stage and killing them optimal, mm-hmm. not necessarily like most damage type deal. Yeah. Um, he's big into like early forward airs and, um, and all that sort of stuff. Plus he was a, a Marth on FD, which beat me. Yeah, I know. Uh, it makes it yeah. harder to counterpick him. For sure. But yeah, so that was that was my bracket. That's hype, dude. Um yeah. That's hype. I So that's that's where I'm at. Where what uh let, we'll, let's talk about upcoming week maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my biggest thing is is just sort of figuring out um 
if I want to go to my mom or not. You know, I, I you know, okay. it sounds like a really fun event. It sounds like it'll be a good time, two day event, good fun trip. I think um, one of my coworkers invited me to her birthday party, which would be cool. I've also been like in the mood to expand, you know, my my circle of friends, and so I think I'm just debating between those two things. But um, yeah, so we'll see. That's really up in there. But aside from that, like just getting back into melee things. Typo. I sent my controller to typo, so I've been playing with a spare, which has made it easier not to go to tournaments. Also, <laughs> yeah, but no playing with the spare sucks. Uh, I have a decent spare, so I don't really mind it too much. Um, okay, it's not notched, so I'm unnotched. I'm a naked man right now. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and uh, but you know, typo says my controller like looks good. It developed some code. He fixed it. Sent me some capacitors. So. I'll be getting that back in the mail like in a few in a few days and and he says my controller have has 8 months to live so I'll I'll be enjoying our time together maybe make a photo album <laughs> Yeah those pods and capacitors man the yeah I'm totally on board with what that means Yeah but aside from oh. that just really enjoying enjoying <laughs> myself Sweet Yeah I'm glad you're back in the game man Yeah also I think you're reading the wrong books Reading the wrong books? Yeah. I just Because of my ginger conversation? No, just like, I, I just don't think the inner game of tennis is like what you need right now. I'm actually not reading it. I totally bullshitted on the uh, okay. on the podcast. I, I, I read that a while ago. All right, well, that's fine. Well, I think you should pick up some new books. <laughs> no, I, I have some good uh, I'm reading one that's a lot, it's like not about improving a skill. It's about um, like habits that, to get into a healthy lifestyle. A lot of interesting stuff about, you know, setting yourself up well in the morning. Oh, that's hype. I think try to look at some Zen books. Okay. I think that might be... It might just give a fresh perspective, you know, to to everything. Yeah, I think so too. So I'll send you some some your way. Thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I gotta spend some more time reading instead of... um like twitter <laughs> yeah of course and i think these are pretty light books too like if the audiobook's only two hours i i, I imagine it like has to be like a hundred pages or so word okay well we got some good reading to do we're gonna work hard on our perspective paths keep our heads to our feet mm-hmm. and um i gotta get to work yeah you gotta get to work that's your that's your week right that's my week getting back to work nice but yeah man all right so we we knocked it out we did an early episode this is proof of concept we could do this i think more often i feel i feel pretty good yeah kind of like a like jumping in the cold lake in the morning like it just wakes you up yeah a little bit i mean it beats doing like at like 11 or 10 oh yeah no if we did it at midnight last night but it would have sucked yeah but but yeah yeah, that's the show bye guys that's it bye everyone